Live from Beit Shemesh and broadcasted around the world, you are listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Naham Klegman. Interviews and advice from Jewish entrepreneurs from around the world. Listen, learn, be Masliach. Welcome to episode 26 of the From Entrepreneur and... uh this is going to be a fun one, ladies and gentlemen. I have with me the one, the only, Donnie Weinraub, the magic master himself, the king of the schnitzel. I should say schnitzel, right? That's cool. King of the schnitzel, the schnitzel king, <laughs> the schnitz, one half of the schnitzel guys, the high lifeline, bikeathon champion. What you, you went on a bikeathon? What was you were like riding a mini bike or something like that? Believe it or not, I went with a real bike. I was going to do the mini bike, but, but you did uh, a mini bike once, no? Or is that just like that for, was for a different occasion? That was for a different occasion. Yeah. Donnie Weinraub. <laughs> just for the record, by the way, before you continue, yeah. I was last on bike for high. Okay, were you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like really? the last rider. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> what was that? What, first of all, I gave you an idea for that once. You didn't even answer. I think I sponsored you. I sponsored you, and then I said I would double the money. I think I, I said I offer you a hundred dollars. If when you finish the marathon, you eat a pint of hot cholent. Do you remember that? Did no, they use... you offered me that. I offered you that. So I'll give I you totally would have taken that deal. You would have, right? For sure. We're going to do that next time. <laughs> anyway, Donnie Weinraub is somebody who I have known since literally he was born. His family, my family, are super close. His father, Charlie, who I think uh, Donnie got a lot of his passion from. Uh, Charlie was always and is always the life of any wedding, any simcha, any party. And it just rubbed off on uh, Donnie. We'll talk about his influences, but uh, we'll hear about magic. We're going to hear about juggling. You do juggle? Yeah. I didn't know you juggle. You do juggle? I do. We're going to hear about schnitzies, schnitzels. We're going to hear about, he loves schnitzel, by the way. We're going to hear about rubber chickens, or maybe I'll post some pictures of that. We're going to talk about, we're going to have a lot to talk about, a lot of fun stuff. So, uh, Donnie, welcome to the show. Hey, Nachum Richard Kligman. How are you, sir? Now, you know, not too many people know that my name was Richard. Really? And you never, you, first of all, you never called me Richard. Only my mother called me Richard. We called you was, Richie. Right. My mother called me Richard when she was mad at me, but right. otherwise no one really called me Richard. No, I was oh, looking, my in-laws did. I was looking at my uh, business card holder that said Richard P. Kligman. Oh. That's why I remembered that. Right. Donnie, besides being a close friend, somebody I've known since he was born, he was also a previous client of mine. It's funny. We're sitting here in Muncie, New York. And Donnie was a client of mine when I was selling my promotional products. And he brought with me, he brought with him tonight a copy of his original business card that I did for him 20 years ago. And for those of you who listened, I don't even remember what episode number it was, but the episode I did about business cards, this exactly did not exactly <laughs> fit those uh, recommendations or rules. You know, I'll post a picture of the business card uh, in the in the show notes as well. Yeah, yeah, in those days, raised lettering was the big deal. I remember you were selling me on the raised, raised lettering. lettering. Raised lettering, huge man, right. huge. Big orange card with the la- with the raised lettering. Yeah. Right. I mean, we got the card color right. I think that was good. It was great, and uh, it was definitely. Uh, you know, I definitely made some money off you, which is important. I hope so. Did I do magnets for you also? Oh, and I did magnets for your father. Yeah, yeah. Magnets for my, my dad. I think you did. But I didn't do magnets for you. No, we weren't advanced. It was too young. It was we were too only young. 15 at the time, and we had just done, like, I think, three birthday parties. So. Are you serious? Yeah. So That's how far back we go? This is the beginning, man. This is the beginning of the shit. I could credit you for, I think Itzy and I could credit you for, you know, starting us off, being that you created the first business card. And that was, till this day, the only form of advertising we've ever done. Is that true? Business cards, yeah. So that's interesting. We're going to get into that because we'll talk about that too. Yeah, we'll talk about that because to not have a business that runs a word of mouth means that you're doing something right. 
You are uh, doing I hope right. so. You I hope so. so. We're trying. Well, first of all, you mentioned Yitzi, so why don't you tell everybody who Yitzi yeah, is? Yeah, Yitzi Haber, my partner, who I wouldn't even be here today without him. I mean, of course I wouldn't be here today without Hashem. And of course my wife, who runs my entire house. And, and of course my amazing. parents, who had me when I was Okay, I'm not going that parents. far. Listen. Well, you're like, hey, the only don't, guy I wouldn't be here without him. Then don't you're like, push your wife, Hashem, no, and like... I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> when I say my partner, you have to be careful, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I don't want my wife to think, oh, my partner's more important than my wife. You know what I'm saying? So right, I have to make sure that's that's careful over there. But anyway, my wife is awesome and she really is awesome and lets me go out and do stuff but Yitzi Haber's my partner you know I wish he could be here tonight he was going to try to come but he couldn't make it but uh, yeah we, we started in, uh, in 1995 and we got our you know our cool Magic Masters business cards from <laughs> Richard P. Clickman at Adventures in Advertising That's on true, Main yeah. Avenue in Passaic, New Jersey. Woohoo! That was an yeah. awesome story. That was awesome stuff. That was great. I can't believe you're 15. I took advantage of a 15-year-old. Yeah, it was great. That was wrong of me. That's all good. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. But, I'm telling but truth you. Is, it makes a good story 20 years later. Yeah, big time. And and you're you know you do have a career out of this. But... I think we paid like $150 for like 500 cards in those days. 150 bucks? I think bucks? it was about 150 bucks. I remember correctly. That's and, a lot of uh, money. Yeah. I totally ripped you off. You did. And and now I think for for, for a thousand cars, I could probably pay like $15 or something. Yeah. <laughs> for full, for 14 point UV yeah, coating but, with a you know, yeah, full but, color bullseye. But, but not with raised lettering. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, okay. So first, let's tell everybody what Magic Masters is. Let's tell everybody who are the schnitzel guys? What? How did that come about? What's the difference between schnitzel guys, Magic Masters? What's going on here? All right, let's start from the beginning. So Magic Masters Entertainment was born. First of all, Yitzi and I know each other since second grade, right? So Where did you go to school? We went to Yeshiva of North Jersey. I was in Hillel first. I was going to say, did yeah, you go to Hill yeah. Academy? I was in Hillel first. Your mother was my teacher. That's true. And, was um, she really? That's a little scary. I think so, right? She was everyone's teacher. Your mother was teacher. my teacher? She was everyone's teacher. Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. So I switched to YMJ Your mother's the best, by the way. She's awesome. She's she a really rock star. Is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Where was I? Yes. Second grade. Second Yitzhi. grade. I started YJ. I know Yitzi for a long time now. Uh, Yitzi's a whole other interview you should do another time, but but Yitzi and I got close. Yitzi who actually was a survivor of cancer and uh, he has a prosthetic leg, as you know, and a lot of people know. Right. Um, so anyway, he, he makes came, he makes the trick of taking off your leg at a show look very, amazing, very realistic. Yeah, yeah. I could tell you a story about that later, but okay. anyway, when he came back to he was kind of gone for a couple of years in school. When he came back in eighth grade, when he was solid in school, that's when we really kind of really got close. We were close before, but really close then. And uh, we were doing tricks with each other. He was into magic. I was into magic, juggling. We kind of would, you know, do with each other there. After elementary school, we switched, went to two different high schools. I went to Oruvain, Robert and Muncie. He went to TABC, but we stayed very close. And uh, two years later, we uh, decided, hey, let's do some shows. You know what I mean? We could do this magic thing. Let's do some shows. So one of our Rebbies gave us, uh, let us do the freebie party. You know, he, he right. paid us to do that first, uh, whatever, not freebie party, but he paid us. I think we paid, I think we charged $35 for that first show. Right. And, so I actually uh, made five times the amount on my business, on the business card. Pretty told you on much. Show. Wow. <laughs> pretty much. So anyway. He, told you uh, a good businessman. We did a, bir- <laughs> yeah, we did a, we did a show for him. It was a kid's birthday party. And in those days, we were very into magic as a 15-year-old old being into magic you know you're you kind of want to be impressive and cool and our costumes when we look back our pictures we're like oh my gosh <laughs> what were you th- were we thinking you know what i mean salvation army like you know what i mean like i think gets you war on t- like i wore like these yellow pants that i found somewhere and yitzy wore these like he wore his regular pants with like american flag boxers over them like i don't know why that was okay but we did it and yeah so we did birthday party and did another birthday party and did another birthday party mostly in the teaneck and passaic areas where we were we were getting rides from our parents to the shows you know right and we went from one to another and uh, you know i think 
really till this day, just to put in a little thing about business, I think, you know, focusing on doing a good job, that was like our main, since the beginning, you know, focusing on just get, delivering a good product. Granted, right. when I look back and I see what we delivered then, I don't know how great it was. <laughs> and probably the people were hiring us because they thought, hey, we can keep our kids busy here for 35 bucks for an hour, <laughs> right. even if it stinks. Hey, why not? You know I'm sure this in the eyes of, a, of six, seven, eight year olds, you know, anything that's different or interesting is, uh, you know, exciting and fun and different. So, you know, you had a, definitely a, an active uh, audience. Definitely in those days, yes. In our days, it's much harder with all the cell phones and all the video games and all the stuff we have now. It's definitely much more challenging to keep those kids busy. But yes, and probably in those days, <laughs> the kids were probably entertained by us falling on the floor and making a fool out of ourselves. Um, <laughs> and we kind of actually, in the beginning, we were very focused on magic and then we kind of like geared it towards clowning. That came because we we developed our characters over time right. by being on stage. And we and we got, it's funny, like thinking back of the, some of the gigs that we got and how we got them. Because again, this wasn't we didn't put advertising in the local papers we didn't advertise in any of the jewish you know local things this was totally obviously there's all siyata dishmai and everything came from hashem but like it's amazing how we just ran into people, met people. Both Yitzhi and I were both, you know, just we would we'd go and talk to people, tell them what we do. We're very proud of it. We handed them our cards. cards. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I just did a bar mitzvah, and we'll get into the whole bar mitzvah thing. That's the schnitzel guys. But right. I just did a bar mitzvah three, four weeks ago, roughly, where I I did that kid's up, Sharon. Which is now ten years later. No way. Yeah. So, and we met the guy the night before. We had gone out on a Saturday night. We went out to uh, Motsu Shabbos and Tinek to I think it was Pizza Crave at the time, right? Right. We went out for pizza. Yitzhi and I and a couple other guys, and we were sitting there in the restaurant. And we used to when we go out for in the restaurants, we used to always do tricks on people randomly. Just walk up to people, do tricks, bring them over to the table, go over to their tables. We had a field day with that. So we wait, met so this- wait, wait, wait. That so that's an incredible thing. So that's that's so you would just go and and randomly just do tricks in front of. We like we just walk over to random people. And go like you guys want to see a trick? Now that might look strange for a fifteen year old to do that. Sixteen, eighteen, whatever you know. As I went, right. but um, yeah, that's how we. And, and we met this guy there and we start schmoozing with this guy. We did a couple tricks for him. And he's like, I'm having a party tomorrow, right? <laughs> and he's like, you guys should come do my party. So we're like, okay. So we got hired right there for this party tomorrow, right? Which was going to be that Sunday. Right. And now I just did that kid's bar mitzvah. How awesome is that? That is a crazy story. Yeah, it's awesome. So thank God there's a lot. It's not just one. There's a whole bunch of people that I did their upsharings and their bar, bar mitzvahs at this point. There's even one kid I didn't do his upsharing, but I did his bar mitzvah and his wedding, which is pretty cool. Wow. So you do weddings all. So what is it? Because yeah. you don't, you're not, it's, it's obviously it's advanced. It's not, you know, you're not, you're not just doing uh, magic all the time now. Right, right. So we'll get into that a little bit. I'm just going to go back to the story a little bit. But yeah, so, you know, we started getting into lots of different, besides birthday parties, we started doing, um, you know, Pirche shows and camp shows, school shows, all different shows. Shows. And, you know, Yitzi's the real businessman part of us. You know, we have a really great, we have a phenomenal partnership. Yitzi's my brother. He's my friend. He's my partner. He's awesome. Right. And we have a great mix together. You know what I mean? Like, I was all about the content. He's all about the business. I mean, we're both about both, but, right. you know, our focus is. And so Yitzi's like the real salesman. He's the guy that, you know, he'll say yes, and I'm the guy who has to deliver it, you know, <laughs> a lot of times. So we actually, I'll tell you a story about of that. Of course, Donnie could walk on a high wire between two buildings right. on fire. <laughs> well, I got something close. So we're, Do you at, really? we're at a bar mitzvah once and again i'll get to bar mitzvah but we're at a bar mitzvah once and this lady comes up and she's like wow you guys did awesome yeah, that was phenomenal he goes she goes you know i want to have some other stuff at this bar mitzvah that i'm doing so we're like yeah we we we, we help another thing that we do is we help find uh, you know other entertainers and we help produce events as well so so we're talking to this lady Yitzhi and i were standing there and the lady's like um yeah i want when the bar mitzvah boy comes in like for the first dance at whatever i want him to come in on an elephant 
On right? an elephant. Yeah, she wanted like a big production. She wanted it to come in an elephant. So oh, that, that makes sense. So exactly. So I'm looking. Well, in the states here, there's some. You're probably not used to some of the parties that we do over here, which are you know they're, they're pretty extreme. <laughs> we have but camels. elephant is definitely an exception, even for an American party, even not American a common party? thing. Okay. So anyway, this woman's like, I want the kid to come in on an elephant. So Yitzi and I are looking. <laughs> so I'm like, my already. I'm thinking, I can't. Like I'm thinking in my head, like how are we bring an elephant to a hall? You know what I mean? Right. And Yitzi on the other hand is like, of course we could do that with a straight face. She <laughs> he straight looks right at the lady. He's like, no problem. So she's like, really? Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. And not only that, we'll color coordinate the elephants, um, the, uh, what is it called? The schmata that they put on the elephant? I forget what they call it. You know, the, the saddle that they put the on saddle, the elephant? Yeah, we'll yeah. color coordinate that to whatever colors you're doing with the tablecloths. Like, he's, all, <laughs> he's telling her, no problem. We got this covered, right? So we have this whole conversation about all what these What is this? Things. How many years ago is this? It was a bunch of years back, six, seven years ago, maybe more. <laughs> so anyway, he comes and he's like, after, she walks away afterwards. He looks at me and goes, Donnie, where are we getting an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> so it happens to be she it was it was pretty it was actually getting serious. In the end she never went with us, it was like a whole thing whatever. It was, oh, big, really it was one of those yeah, it fell through. But I ended up having to do the homework to find out where we're getting an elephant. So I actually found a contact and for forty grand you could also can bring an elephant to your <laughs> bar mitzvah or a wedding. How you're gonna get it through the elephant through the elevator and through the wedding hall, that's a separate or bar mitzvah hall, that's a separate thing. But it was only a lousy forty thousand dollars. That's it? Anyway. No brainer. So we were doing lots of shows. And um, all different places. We actually got a corporate gig too, which was fun. A guy I knew that uh, you know worked for. We did corporate gigs for a while. I remember yeah, hearing. Yeah. So we did a whole bunch of things over the years. One of our first ones was when we were like eighteen, nineteen, something like that. I forget exactly which year, but we were young. And um, we, this guy who I knew from town, hired us to do. Uh, he worked for a big. He was a vice president of sales for this big printing company. The ones that print like you know those you know when you go to the BMW dealer. Not that you do, but I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> those big. Why is it because uh, I'm Jewish? <laughs> those big. <laughs> Anyway, those big catalogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about those fancy catalogs that look like they cost $500 to print each one. Yeah. yeah. So that's what this company did. Anyway, they hired us to do. It was in New Orleans at the DMA, which is a big marketing convention. Yeah. And in the big. I know thing the DMA. In, yeah. So this is, again, pre September 11th, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. We got hired to, it was a homeoid circus. We got hired for three days to go at, at the trade show and get people with using magic to get people to come, to, come the booth. to their booth. And then the sales guys would take over and sell their products and, you know, whatever. Right. So we did it. It was, it was tons of, for us, it was, you we were 18, 19. We got, for us, this was more money. That, you know, corporate is like different money. Like the guy sure. was like, how come you didn't expense this, this, and this, and this? And we're like, we could do that. You know? <laughs> we don't know. You know what I'm we're kids. Where, where was the convention? So it was in New Orleans at this. Oh, so you, uh, so you actually flew to New yeah, Orleans? Yeah, so they flew us to New Orleans. We stayed Hotel at the Ritzy Hotel. The only kosher restaurant at the time, I forgot what it's called, but it was like 30 minutes outside of New Orleans. And it was like one of these places where it's like, you know, $65 a head to eat. And right. they're like, oh, yeah, you have to eat all three meals there. You know, it's kosher. <laughs> so we're like, okay. They had a sukkah there and whatever. Anyway, that was a fun, fun gig. But um, so we ended up, whatever, we did a lot of things. How, how did the whole, let's talk about bar mitzvah. So that's how the whole schnitzel guys thing created. So, for, so right. Magic Masters Entertainment was the company for, you know, forever. It's the corporate company. About 13 years ago, we had done, we were doing these um, bar mitzvah like hotel weekends where people would fly us to do, not fly us, sorry, to bring us into a hotel to like, to like kind of counselor or babysit the kids. Right. That are there. Like the, they, they bring 20, 30 boys for Shabbos. Right. They need someone to keep an eye on them. I've done that before. I did so, it yeah. uh, for the Friday Tuck In for a couple of years. So, yeah. So, a lot, yeah. So, was, uh, the reason they liked us, I, and didn't, worked ha- out I we, didn't have magic. I was so, just, right. So, that was actually one piece that reason it was a good catch because we were telling them, oh, yeah, we're going to entertain them also. We're not just going to babysit, babysit yeah. them. We're going to entertain them. Right. Yeah, and, and we did. We, we built a relationship with the kids and we would do tricks and we do other games with them and all different things. So, our first, the whole bar mitzvah thing started where we, it was actually this, this one Shabbos that we did was the Washington Hotel. Which I'm sure you know in Bell Harbor, everyone, sure. yeah, that was around for a hundred years. 
we were there for Shabbos, and these people had us for Shabbos, and they said, "Hey, you want to stay Saturday night? You can stay." And we ended up staying. And we were, you know, I had a whole bunch of colored suits in the car that we were crashing weddings at the time early on and doing shtick at weddings and juggling and stuff. So we put some stuff on. We go in and we're just making labor dick and having a great time. And people like afterwards, people came up and were like, "You do this? This is awesome." We're like, "Yeah, we do this." <laughs> you know. So that's when the whole bar mitzvah thing started. We didn't call it schnitzel guys at the time, but that's when bar mitzvah started. So we ended up starting this whole thing where, until today, it's probably about 85% of the jobs that we're doing are bar mitzvahs, where we're going in and we're making labor dick and getting the kids really into the party, having a great time, you know, involving them. Again, in certain places, that means playing games, dancing, you know, we'll, we'll, we do, let's say, for during the, during the smorgasbord, we'll do walk around magic, things like that. So there's some entertainment from that perspective, sure. but it's mainly focused on getting the boys into the dancing and making a labor dick and really involving them in the simcha, you know, especially today, it's a big challenge because these kids are coming to the parties with their with phones their and their things. And it's, right. you know, getting kids off the, t- it used to be a much, 13 years ago was a lot different than today, trying to get kids to dance. Right. You know I mean, now it's, you know, it's a lot more, much more challenging, but uh, we try to make it fun and thank God we're very successful at that. And, um, Probably about six years ago, roughly, I'd have to look up the exact timing, but I think about six years ago, the whole schnitzel guy thing came about. It's an interesting thing. Obviously, it's all Siata Deshmaya, but from First a all, branding what perspective. Do people, what do people know? You're saying the schnitzel thing, but what, what is that? Okay, so we started this phenomenon called I Love Schnitzel, right? Okay. It all started because we were we were at parties. We were just schmooze with kids, and we were joke with them, right? So what, we would just pick a topic to talk about. Schnitzel just came up, right, one time, and we just abused that. You know what I mean? We just <laughs> talked about schnitzel. I mean, it happens to be my favorite food. So I oh, was, you really oh, do oh, love schnitzel. I, love I was going to ask that. Passionately, I, ask that. I love schnitzel. Okay. So... And I'm not biased. I love schnitzel from everywhere. I'm not going to sit here and tell you one specific store to get it in or one recipe. Of Why not? Course. You're not going to tell me your favorite schnitzel? I, I, I really, I don't have a favorite. There's no, like, if you could get schnitzel from any place in the world. It's tough. It's tough. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. Go Chickies ahead. and Teaneck, for example, yeah. is a, is phenomenal schnitzel, but so is um, Schnitzies in Brooklyn. And they make two different style schnitzels. And both of them. Excuse me, both of them are phenomenal. So I, I can't say that one's better than the other. What about homemade? Is your wife mixed schnitzel? Of course. My wife's schnitzel is the best. If I, that Okay, if that had to pick a best, but that goes without saying. That's like Michael Jordan basketball, same thing. Right. My wife's schnitzel is not even in the ball. Oh, so that's, right, it's not even it's the not even, right, Okay, So obviously, we have one schnitzel at your wife's. But, right. But, okay. And my mother-in-law and my mother, of course. You know what I'm saying? And Hashem. Yeah. Hashem, I, I haven't seen his <laughs> schnitzel specifically, but, you know, like the physical, whatever. Anyway. But what about Yitzi's wife's schnitzel? Um, I don't know if I've ever had her schnitzel. Her, she makes really good food. I've been to their house for Shabbos, so they make really good food, but, but I, I don't about know schnitzel. about the schnitzel. I, 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 I hope I'm not going to get in trouble here. Does, he, does Yitzi like schnitzel? <laughs> Yitzi does love schnitzel too, yeah. I don't know if he loves it. At, He's not as passionate. No, I think it. he is. I think he is. He just doesn't express it like I do. I have problems with that, you know what I mean? Right, you're, you I'm have like, like ADDGXQW. You know, there's a lot of letters after right. that for me. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Oh, the schnitzel. So the bar mitzvah, so six yeah. years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, so schnitzel. Oh, so we're talking about schnitzel. And to the point where people were just saying, oh, like, oh, get those guys, you know, the schnitzel guys. Like, they many people just gave us the name, like you would say, uh, you're a haircut guy, you're whatever right. guy. So you're schnitzel guys, like the, you know. And the brand was just again, this is total siyata jishmai and totally from Hashem. Like it was just created, you know what I'm saying? Right, just came and to be. Right now, it is a brand. I mean, thank God, in many areas in in, in the tri-state area, people just know the schnitzel guys. You have to get the schnitzel guys. Like it's not, it's not. If you're doing a bar mitzvah, you got to get the schnitzel guys. Funny thing is, we were working with lots of, we were looking with bands and DJs. You know, people. Once we started doing this, a lot of the bands, party planners, DJs were hiring us 
out, right? So, for, right. for example, at that first bar, Mr. Shelley Lang was there. You remember Shelley Lang? Of course. He was very big in the business. So he was he started booking us out. And then Nishoma started booking us out, you know, and Nafshenu and all the band. I mean, I'd consider and list everybody, but they started, like, you know, because it's, nice, it's a nice feature to add on to right. well, their the bands, services. I mean, when, when the kids are dancing, the kids are rocking to it, it makes the bands look better. Right, right. So, and they make us look better, and we make them look better, and it's really, it's a good, it's a good sound. And the whole simple is better. Right. So yeah, hopefully. So, <laughs> so um, so yeah. So you, ever, you ever like do a job and just like you guys just really didn't do anything? You guys so, just thank God it hasn't <laughs> happened. It hasn't thank, happened. Thank God we we <laughs> really get ranting, raving reviews afterwards. Believe Ironheart, we really do. We we thank. God. I mean, there are parties where we'll go afterwards and we'll talk to each other and be like, oh man, we you know that wasn't as good. Not because the party wasn't good, but like, you know, certain things, schedule, th- whatever it was that made it whatever. But for the most part, we really we thank God people are happy. I mean, thank God, and it's really uh, in certain areas. Is like I don't know I don't have Facebook but my friend showed me one time someone had posted recently someone had posted you know I need some motivators from I need some party motivators on one of these like teen shuls you know lists right. that they have and every post going down was like oh call Donnie Weiner call Yitzi Haber call Yitzi Haber call Donnie Weiner call, call the schnitzel guys call the schnitzel guys call the schnitzel wow guys. every post said like our name saying I was really phenomenal when I that's saw this really I was cool. like wow that's so cool and then on the end she's like yeah they're not available <laughs> and then do, do you have any other recommendations and thank god there was no other posts after that you know? oh my god i mean whatever i want everyone to well know. there's only one one set of schnitzel guys Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. there's a lot of people out there that are very labor that gets great but um yeah thank god so let's talk about a second let's talk about weddings for a second because one you I, mentioned you used to do wedding crashes so i don't know what that means exactly <laughs> uh and two like i remember you you know any wedding you know we had a Baruch Hashem, we've been to a lot of weddings together and uh you always ended up with tuxedos, you ended up on top of tables. You ended up with animals coming in—not elephants, but uh, goats, horses. Yeah. I mean, like really, like crazy stuff. So, what, you used to crash weddings. What does that mean? So early on, when I was in yeshiva in Muncie, especially, like they had, you know, the atrium here had weddings all the time. So I actually sure. had a friend that was kind of like a maitre d over there. I made friends with him, and he even called me once in a while, and he'd be like, "Donnie, there's a mace mitzvah here." That was the code word. That was the code word for yeah. So mace mitzvah means a wedding needs help. You know what I mean? Like there's not. Wow. So we're like, okay, cool. So I would sometimes, once in a while, I go my, myself. Sometimes I'd bring a bunch of guys and we go in there. I juggle fire. We whatever. So a lot. There was, I remember one time where like the people, it was a small wedding for Bali Chuva. It wasn't a lot of people. They were older, you know, so they didn't have their whole yeshiva with them. The older right. girl didn't have all her seminary friends. The guy, so they were older people. So they were just like people like wondering trying to figure out where we came from like who are you related to so we just kept saying we're the chassan's friend and then when i when the chassan looked at me i was like you don't remember we went to camp together you know and i give, <laughs> and I give him a little wink and that was it you know i didn't want them to you know he shouldn't feel bad or whatever right, right, right. thank god we like rocked the party so and of course you know, i was only doing it because in yeshiva i needed you know dinner like that was all you got you got food i'm in it for the free food you know no, I mean? but but i mean shoot <clears throat> the, the the mitzvah of simchas chassan and kala um that's you know can't be measured, you know, in anything. That can't be measured in food, so to speak. That can't be measured in stencil. Baruch Hashem. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it tremendously. Yitzhi and I both You're allowed love to enjoy mitzvahs. what we do. Yeah, you know, it's, I know. It's sometimes just, you feel like it's taking away from the schar if you, you no, know. If you get a meal but, afterwards? Uh, well, yeah, man. <laughs> depends, <laughs> no, but depends how good the meal was. <laughs> no, but I mean, see, think about it. I mean, you know, in the Gemara, it talks about the Tanayim that would, uh, the the Tanayim, Tanayim. That's yeah. Right? Well, there's a Gamora Tinus that you're probably referring to with those oh, guys in the, 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 the juggle fire. Right, right. You know, uh, 
you know, at, at weddings and stuff. And the mitzvah of being Mr. Chassan and Kala is, is one of the biggest mitzvahs you can do. So, I mean, it's unbelievable that the Baruch Hashem, do that. Yeah, so I don't get to do that as often now. Well, I, I did it a lot. Kids then, are getting but, older. I mean, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. You know? So my son actually is getting into the business. He is actually, he really? He actually has his own little business now. He does birthday <laughs> parties, upsharings. He's done already. He started like this past year. He's already done like twelve parties. Plug him. What's his name? Um, Yoel Weinrob, the the amazing yo yo. The amazing yo-yo. The great, sorry, the great yo-yo. Wow, and I made his business card. The great yo-yo. Whoa, now you're taking. Now you're. How come I didn't get to do his business? So card? I don't know. You weren't. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine I did your son's business I'll, card? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got it done on Fiverr. That's the truth, you know. Fiverr. I got to plug Fiverr a little bit. Wait, it was Israeli company. Yeah. Okay, so the amazing yo-yo. So the great yo-yo is doing juggling, balloon animals. He's yeah, he's great. And the truth is funny. Like everyone's comes over, is like you taught him everything. Else. I, believe it or not, I didn't. I gave him some supplies. I gave him books right. that I that I read from that I study on a regular basis. And um, you know, of course, uh, we talk we talk shop, if you will, right? And <laughs> and, and we can How we discuss he? routines. He's twelve. Mitzvah Shem thirteen. 12. In a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's his bar mitzvah you're making, uh, right? right? So um, yeah. Oh, you know what? You should tell everybody when the bar mitzvah, so we could all crash because you yeah. crash so many bar mitzvahs. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm going to have the schnitzel guys at my bar mitzvah. I'm like, I can't afford them. Straight, straight up. Straight up. So I, I'm inviting Yitzi, and yeah. I'm hoping he'll dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know. So Baruch Hashem, by the way, let's going back to the schnitzel guys. So we have picked up over the years, you know, a bunch of guys that work with us now. Right. So basically, we train guys in to be schnitzel guys. So we don't send out crews of people. You're, tracing, you're training schnitzel guys? We've been doing it for a whole bunch of years already. More than, yeah, since probably 10 years already. We've so had guys that are retired are... already. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because what happens is we get younger guys, like college-age guys, right? No, one's, right. no, one, no, one, no one married like us with kids are going to really want to be interested in doing this. <laughs> no, <laughs> only us wackos. Only, yeah, only, but, um, no, no, only but, the original schnitzels. Yeah, yeah. But no, Barkashev. So what we do is we'll do, we could do two parties at the same time. So you will take a guy. I'll take a guy. We can split up. We don't send crews out. We won't take three parties, four parties. And that's actually from a business part perspective. Yeah, it's something want. we think about all the time. Right now, over the last year, we've been trying to measure, keep track of all the parties that we are not getting yeah. after two. Meaning if someone called us and we were already double booked, we already were booked where Yitzi's going out and I'm going out. You know, how many parties are we are we missing from that perspective to see whether or not it's worth, you know, making a business on. decision, but you know, maybe making one of our guys a partner or 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 sending out guys. You know what I mean? Uh we want we want to keep the quality as opposed to a quantity thing. Um so you know you have to judge that when you're dealing with growth and figuring out what makes the most sense. And think we have a very good name so yeah, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's interesting that your son's doing it now because, I, I mean, I I remember your – again, I, I mean, we talked a little bit about it before, but I remember your father always being the life of the party, dancing on tables and uh, balancing bottles on his head and, uh, <laughs> yep, and, yep. and then you got into the business and uh, now your son. It's, uh, it's it's fun stuff. It's really great stuff. It's awesome, Baruch Hashem. I miss watching my father do his fancy footwork. You know, he used to oh, dance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he doesn't sure. do that Memories. anymore, but uh, – but um, yeah, yeah, those were the days. Yeah, I got excited to go to Simcha's at a very young age. Yeah, I remember my father lighting hats on fire. You remember that old sure. shtick? He was well, very he'll into that. He used to do that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who taught who that. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. My father, I think, is a couple years on Hill. That's true. That's yeah. true. So plug, I mean, out, plug out to Hilch. Yeah, Hilchy. Still, uh, still very. We should talk about him. the catering day. See, we didn't even touch upon oh, that. Yeah, even. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> we get Moshan. We have a great story for that one, by the way. Which can well, we the tell bar one Mitchell? story? Which one? The one we the did, one we uh, did in Edison where the tray Edison. fell. Do you remember one with the tray fell? Who was that? It was Mo Star, right? It was me, you, and Mo. Me, you, and Mo. And Hilch and Schleimy. Right. And we were all in that in that. 
kitchen, that makeshift kitchen <laughs> right, in the right, back right. of the Agudo. Right, there was there. like no room, like for there was like room for all of us to put our backs against the walls. Like <laughs> yeah. and I remember that was the that was the place where the kiddish was inside the shul after davening. Right, and everything would just like as soon as the don alarm was I over, ba- boom, we went out on a tray, and you had to fire it through, and the people were hungry. You had to right. send it down there, and we had all those trays, those big waiter trays filled with all the food. Right, and there was waiter trays filled with cakes, and one with gefilte fish, and the crane, and all. Right, that we stuff. had set it up right, right, right. Right, and Hilch had that huge army pot. You remember that yeah. square pot that took four hands to hold it? If yeah. you, it was one. And I remember we, someone put it on the table, and all of a sudden the table <laughs> collapsed, collapsed, and the chillin' fell right down on the floor. <laughs> but it landed on the pot. Like, good. Right. It landed good. But because the table went down, all the cakes and kogels and whatever, the, <laughs> went the fish, everything went flying. And that I'll never forget... I will never forget the moment of silence that happened because it was like about seven minutes to the Adon Alam. You know what I mean? Right. And I'll never forget the whole room. Everyone was just like looking at each other. No one said a word. And then all of a sudden, the moment of silence broke and everyone just like knew what to do. You know what I mean? Let's pick it up. Let's just fix it. Let's right. put all the food back on the plate and not tell anyone. Whatever we had to do. But... um I'll never forget that moment of silence. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Tangent. But we had good times uh, catering oh, together. Yeah, there. No, we used to waiter for them. For sure. Waterstone caterers. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I actually, I was, I did my own catering uh, once. I did, yeah, once, it was called uh, KKK, <laughs> which was, I guess, not my best branding idea. <laughs> Kiddish Club Caterers. When was that? I, did, I had one event. I did the Breban Briss. Who? Breban. Remember Breban? They no. bought our house on Brook Avenue, two seven nine oh, Brook. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Wow. They were they were around the corner from you. Yeah, yeah. Breeze. So I, I don't know. Wow. At one time, I heard he, that he asked name me, in so long. Yeah, I wonder what happened to them. I don't know. He was they were good people. I liked them a lot. So he so Mr. Breban, he he came to me once and says, Can you do do you cater? Of course. I said, I said, <laughs> of, of course, course I do. <laughs> he said, yeah, we're making a, a bris or whatever. I said, I got that. And uh and I like printed up cards, you know, <laughs> kiddish club caterers and you know K-K-K-K-K. put them on all the tables and I and, and actually I did a great job. You know, you had a lot of experience and stuff and you know, Howard is to buy bagels and cream cheese and juice and set everything up and you know, it was it was a lot of fun. I did a you know, I made a pretty decent money on it and uh that was my first and only job i don't know why i didn't continue with it but uh it, that was fun that was uh that was great that was my experience as a my own catering company what about your pizza shop did you have a pizza shop in israel i did i did gamzu's but we're not but we're not here to talk about me oh sorry okay we could but like it's already i want to talk about what do we want what to about harusas you know you were my harusa if you remember when you came I back from I was your tutor my tutor that's true. That's Your true. dad taught me science and right. math for the regents. And Nachum taught me Gemara. I, I don't remember what Masech that we learned together, but we learned. Yeah. And you taught me, in the learning thing, you taught me how to flip a match off the matchbox. You remember that trick? Oh, yeah. You taught me good. that. Till this day, you taught me how to do that. I can do. I can still do it today. <laughs> I'll demo for you later if you want. We still put a little video. You know where you up. put the matchbox yeah, you put on the, the match top and you flick it, it and, you flick and it, it lights yeah. and it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you still good do times. that. I, I not regularly. I stopped doing that twenty five years yes. ago. <laughs> <laughs> not regularly, but actually this summer when my son and I made a little campfire in the back, I was doing. I was trying to do that You're to light it. To... I thought it'd be a cool effect, but it didn't work. You know how many times I burnt myself doing that? <laughs> Every time. Every fifth time I burned myself. Right. Still till yeah, till today. But when you get it right, it looks really cool. And by the way, yeah, absolutely. And every time I burn myself, all I do is think about you, that you taught me this, and why did we waste our time with this? But anyway, no, I'm kidding. It's actually one of the talents that I really... Oh, we were in Ron and New together also. Ron and New, Nachum's Nacho Men. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 
That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was I was hoping. I, I don't think when you did the Tolly Klein interview, Rabbi Tolly Klein Shlita, right? You, I don't Episode think you sang the Nachum's Nacho Men song because when I was listening to it, all I, in the back of my head was Nachum's Nacho, nacho Men. I want to be a Nacho Man. Yeah, I yeah. I wanted to do I, when I listened to that episode. I felt that even though it was a great episode with Tolly, but I wanted to talk so much more about Ronanu because I we had good times. I, oh, we had fantastic times, and I, and part of what I loved about it was that I just came up. I had this attitude of just remember they also. Said, I think one year I had a, I had a bunk uh, shave at Levy, mm-hmm. and they call it shave at Levy. Nachum's crazy, crazy yeah. and Absolutely. like I just did things that would be so memorable that people even till today. So I'll remind you some. Do you remember after <laughs> Tishabov? After yes, three weeks, yes, this you is used famous. to yeah, you used to have them all shave your head. Yes, that no, was shave awesome. They love that. At Chatzos, right? My whole bunk get together with a shaver, and I used I used to like a month and a half before the summer, I would just not cut my hair. That was awesome. And so by by tissue above, I had my hair was crazy out of control, my beard was out of control, and I would just have my kids shave my head, and it my, was an official. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. I remember that. The campers loved that. That was a big hit. It's funny. That I was, was you know, I'm, I'm, I'm middle of working on a book now, but I had this, uh, I'm also starting to do some some uh, public speaking, and I actually started preparing a whole speech of comparing color war to uh, marketing, you know, and the things mm-hmm. that I used to do that, you know, just out of the box thinking and doing things that would create memories that people remember, you know, for the rest of their lives, you know, and kids remember when they used to shave my head and, and, uh, you know, we did some other crazy thing. I, you know, I, I, one of the things I love was that I would do stuff and I hate, we shouldn't be talking about me, but this is, I guess. I love know, it. I love I, talking about you. No, but, but, but the, uh, I would come up with stuff that would not just be for my bunk, but the whole camp would sing, right? Whenever we did like a crazy song or something, uh, the whole, like, I think remember one year, Oh, um, I think my first year I had I had uh, Zrizim. That was the name of our bunk. Sounds familiar. Becheski Bukin and uh, oh, what's his name? Trop was in there. Yeah, a lot of great guys, uh, a lot of great kids. And then two years later, I got that same bunk, and it was a different name for the bunk. But every time they, that Tully would say the name of the bunk, I'd be, I'd be, we'd have our whole bunk scream. Yeah, Zrizim. No Zrizim, <laughs> and like just like, and then we'd get the whole camp just scream No Zrizim. I'm surprised to this day that you haven't opened the camp. You know what I mean? Well, you know, my um, the guy who I beat in Color War twice, uh, Effie Weissmantle has Moroccan. I know Effie very well. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't beat My kids went to Moroccan Day Camp. Oh, I did actually they? did shows for Moroccan Day Camp the really? past five years, yeah, for many Moroccan. So, Effie, first of all, I'm still close with, I'm very close with his brother. Do you remember David Robles? Of course. So, I'm very close with him still. Oh, please send him my regards, by the way. I will. David, I, will. I haven't seen. He used to leave me a month. He's seen him all the time. Right, Do you right. remember the Chikanda? The Chawada? The Chikanda. What's a chicken? That was remember when Effie and David used to put on plays in camp yeah. together. They were two. Oh my gosh, they were David hilarious. was hilarious, and Effie would just stuff his face with food and <laughs> make it fall on the floor. And he still does that, by the way. Till today. Does he still do all the time? And my kids come home from camp and they tell me, "Oh my gosh, you should see what Effie did. Where he put spaghetti in his face." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that was mom." So first of all, I taught Effie everything he knows. He won't admit it, uh, but 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 he was the color war reading general till I came and I knocked him off his throne. That, he probably won't admit it. By he the won't way. admit. He it. will definitely not admit it. But um, <laughs> that could be. And and then and then the next year he was my lieutenant, and we rock. I don't remember. I was asking Tully just the other day, uh, just a couple weeks ago. I was asking him who were the two guys that we took on uh, when I was general for the second second summer. There was these two guys that came on, and they were like hotshot guys, and they were like, and they said that they wanted to be general and lieutenant general, and Tully put me and Effie up against them. And there was never such a lopsided color war in the history of camp where <laughs> just putting remember. Effie and I together on the same team was just like, you know. I don't recall. I'm trying to think who that is. I, I don't think know. they were Muncie guys, actually. Could be. Like, if Chikanda, you're out there listening. By the way, the Chikanda yeah. was, David was in a panda costume. 
wearing a hockey mask, and he stuck <laughs> a rubber chicken. Oh, perfect for this. Perfect for yeah for uh, uh, schnitzies. He put he, he put it, uh, the rubber chicken outside of like the eyeball. Oh yeah, and he walked around on all fours, <laughs> and they called, they could they had a name the chickenda. Oh yeah, I remember Tr- that. Putting the chicken with the panda chickenda. Chickenda. <laughs> anyway, that was one of my memories from Camp Rondu. We had a great times at Suntan Lake, but anyway, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely good times. A, yeah. So yeah, that so back to Schnitzel guys. Schnitzel guys was born and thank god I mean, we go we do uh and over 100 bar mitzvahs a year now and wow. um we uh we go all over the place we've been to uh i think it's now officially on the books three countries in 11 states wow and um we get to go to some crazy three parties countries and, israel uh, yeah israel u.s canada and canada and u.s yeah nice. i know it doesn't sound as cool and 11, 11, <laughs> three countries just so you, you know mean israel u.s and canada 11 states well, yeah. also includes new york new jersey and connecticut and pennsylvania so you know yeah that's okay but we've been to new orleans chicago detroit la florida uh i don't know i boston we were in massachusetts we've been around boston and massachusetts new orleans technically, technically boston is in yes yeah, sorry that's, i wasn't counting them as two but yes what time is it? it's actually pretty late yeah it's twelve thirty a.m all right whatever we could, this is great i'm in no rush uh, well, what time how many, how long is this episode Wow, that sounds bad. It's pretty good. Okay, I'm I'm having a great time. You having a great time? Fun. I want to. This is, this I, is I, 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 Catching up with you, I could do this all day. Even <laughs> yeah, awesome. the listeners want to listen to us catch up. Listen, they, the good thing is they're not on right now, right? Right, they can't. Tell they us can't talk, so we can just keep going. <laughs> they can hit play, hit pause. I, said, I happen to be, by the way, a huge from entrepreneur fan. Is that true? I you listen to every, no. I promise, I listen to every episode. First of all, it's it's extremely nostalgic for me because it's you. Every time I hear your voice, I'm like, oh man, he's back. You know. <laughs> by the way, I have your bookshelves still. My house, by the way. Oh, the book when the I made for, Aliyah that you, I sold you. Yeah, I took. Yeah, I bought your. Those still books. Good I, well, Let me I tell you, I got my money's worth on those because you I did. paid. I paid thirty five bucks right from you for those two bookshelves used. They were in perfect condition. It's got to be thirteen years now. And I have them. And I have them. Yeah, I have them. I'm married now. It's going to be fourteen years. Yeah, and they're IKEA. And their IKEA, which is mind blowing, that it right. even lasted that long. That's right. With. I mean, that's Mamasha. You also bought the what's called off us and the that, uh, glass. Yeah, the glass uh, cabinet. I still have it. Also, we just. Oh, wait, it's funny. I just went to IKEA with my wife and kids. When was it? It was recently, a couple of months ago in Israel. Yeah, and they, and they still had the glass. They're, they're still, still selling that glass. Uh, thing. I was like, so I, we just retired it in our dining room in our house. It's now in the garage because we weren't sure we we're going to put it right now. It's the right. first time it hasn't been used. But I'm considering one of my pastimes, by the way, if I don't know if this is a question about hobbies. I think you asked about hobbies to some of the other people. One of my hobbies is... Uh, no, I never asked anybody what their hobbies were. Oh, okay. So we'll get into it then. Go ahead. You can do it. Let oh, me, yeah. I'll, ask, I'll ask you officially. Okay. So uh, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about that. that. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so the, you know, this has been absolutely awesome. I'm having the greatest time of my life. I, I you know, I could sit and smooth you forever. Maybe big time. Give, give me a story. Give me, give me, give me something. Give our audience something to take away. First of all, from a business aspect, I guess you actually. I mean, from, this is a business show. Someone wants to get into this business. Is there room? Is there a need? You know, apparently, I mean, I guess there there is a need if they. People keep hiring you. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. It's, so, so it's interesting you said need, right? So even in the recession, when, when it was a big deal over here, the recession, you, you would think as entertainment, we would be the last thing to be cut off the list at Bar Mitzvahs. You know what I mean? Like I mean, the first are, thing to be people, cut off. Yeah, sorry. The first thing. Thank you. Right. But thank God we were very busy then too. Uh, maybe not as busy. There's probably a little decline, but we were pretty still still pretty busy. We attribute that to, besides Hashem, obviously, right. um, but we attribute that to the fact that a lot of clients will tell us that, we, and we've heard this through all different people, that they feel it's a necessity to have us at the party. Meaning, some people look at it as an entertainment thing, right? It's very 
nice. You're having these fun guys. They come in cool suits, right? We have a hole in the back of our suit, you know, car. We have tons of, you know, all different costumes. And when we go to a party, we'll change two or three times at the same party. You know, we'll right. come in our top out of tails. We'll change to blue, pink, white, green, all different colors, right? So to some people, okay, it's very nice. We have this cool entertainers. Yeah, that we'll do a little juggling, a little magic. Very nice, right? Right. But what we try to do and what people see is that we're really taking care of the kids. We're really keeping the kids involved in the simcha. That's really what we're focusing on. So these people, the way they're thinking about it is, how am I having 60, 70 kids come to my bar mitzvah and not have them involved, not right. have someone there to, you know, so if it means, okay, so we have to have a little less food or a little less centerpieces or a little less whatever it is, cut down here and there, well, let's keep, you know, let's keep the schnitzel guys. So, so thank God that's really, uh, it helped us a lot, I think, because, you know. Okay, so in terms, of, in terms of branding, I mean, it, so, so you switched over to the name schnitzel guys, right? What's the website? I'm not I love, anyway, I'm just, yeah, so I love schnitzel.com. I love schnitzel.com. Yeah, and uh, we love schnitzel. We promote the love for schnitzel. Uh, my feeling is, is that if uh, the world leaders, before they sat down at the White House and had these meetings, if they sat down and had good schnitzel sandwiches, I think the world would be a better place. I mean, straight That's up. for sure. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. I know, but I don't know why they don't do it. You know I mean? It's very nice for me to have, have, you, idea, have you, I think you should start a... Um petition online. We could do that. That schnitzel should become one of the meals at the White House. I need uh, a startup. I need a startup. You know, that's your expertise. So we'll have to, after this, we should talk about that a little bit. Starting up a campaign. Yeah, for starting a, up a campaign, maybe a Kickstarter thing or whatever, you know. So let me ask something though. When did the rubber schnitzy schnitzels get in? Yeah, so one of the prizes, you know, that we were giving out for, you know, for prizes of games and best dancer and stuff like that, we give out these little rubber schnitzels, right? These little rubber chickens. We call them rubber schnitzels. Right. And um, it's kind of part of the whole branding. When we made the business card, we made the logo, I gave this rubber schnitzel to the designer and I said, Hey, this, this is, our, is mascot. our mascot. Make wow. this in, you know, the cartoon form and you'll see it on the you've seen it on the guard. How many rubber schnitzels have you given out? That's a very good question. On the website, by the way, when we give a schnitzel, by the way, we give one out, we right. tell people to go to the website and they can name their schnitzel. There's a master list on the website of all the schnitzel names, right? So wait, you wait, put wait, your... wait. people name their schnitzels. Yeah, yeah. So it's people cool. name the rubber schnitzels. People name their stars, okay? So if they can name their stars, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh, name the star. Yeah. I remember that. People that was where that? I got the idea from there's like 20 years ago I mean, they still advertise the name of star still it. Yeah. are you serious yeah. that's genius every once in a while 80, I guess I there's 40 time. billion stars they so just name one I was thinking about starting another star business like that like who, who's to say I can't why Why can't you name the stars why can't I be the one to give out a certificate for right, 400 dollars that says you right, for the right why do they that's a very good question I don't know I, that was an idea I had I should you know I'm sharing it with you maybe, no, but more, you're, you're maybe naming, someone listening you're naming rubber schnitzels so I got the that's kind of where we got the idea a little bit so we figured let the kids so you'll give so you'll give out a rubber schnitzel and then a kid yeah. will name and go to the website they go to the website they'll send an email in that says you know the birthday of the schnitzel it has a little form there to fill out and you right. fill out the, the uh, name of the schnitzel and the birth date and stuff like that we add it to the list um, we have a few more to add actually that just came in this week but it's funny to see some of the schnitzels from all across the United States And, and I have a great idea whatever I have a great idea yes I want to give out some rubber schnitzels to my audience let's do it yeah I'm I'll gonna leave you with schnitzels tonight so no, because I'm 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 going back to Israel. So you're going to give them out. Okay. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to run some sort of contest on my I website, and uh, the first I don't know how it works. Whatever, we'll see. I'll, I'll run a contest and we'll pick ten winners. Okay. And ten winners will get a rubber schnitzel from uh, the schnitzel guys. How's I'll, that sound? I love it. Awesome. I love it. I'm on board. All right, Donnie Weinraub. I'm so happy. That's Thank it. We're so going to end now. We have so much more to talk about. I know, but I don't. We it's been it's like almost oh it's like 45 minutes. Wow, it's a long time. It's really that long already. 
Whoa. Well, the podcast actually go fast, and it's a question. You know, people. Some people say some people that when I interview them, they're like, "Who wants to listen to forty five minutes?" But people really actually have been liking the show, and they don't mind a long podcast because they're it. driving to work or if they're. Uh, I'm in the car running. all day long, and I love it. Right. So you do. You really do. You re, you're not just saying yeah. that. I listen to every single episode. I can't wait for the next one to come out, especially because I do a lot of driving, and I have to. You know, then I have to listen to other podcasts, and they're not as good, they're and nice. then I get all bugged out. I hear you. I hear you. We're not going to mention that other one you mentioned. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> all right, but we got. I think no, but I, I think at some point. You got to just end the interview because it's you know. Okay. I mean, this has been fantastic. I lo- I had a great time. Would you I'm come back? You, I could continue, Would you come Hundred percent. So like, I want to come say, to Israel and do this. You want, well, you don't really have to with technology today, but to travel six thousand miles to get on in a podcast episode, we could do it over Skype. I'm down. I'm okay, down. so thank you, Donnie Weinraub. If you guys want to hear more from Donnie, maybe we'll get Yitzi on as well. We'll do another episode. <laughs> Let me know in the uh, send me an email. Uh, thank you very much for coming. Uh, this has been. I'm scared. Alex. I think I think they're going to send emails saying we don't want to hear from this guy ever <laughs> right, again. Right? Is He's he real? <laughs> Is he real? <laughs> right. <laughs> Schnitzel guys? Yeah, Donnie, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming on the show. I wish you continued Hatzlacha. I love you like a brother. I've known you since you were born. I love your family. You're awesome. You rock. Oh, you know what? I, this is a good time to point out. Also, my wife, when she came to Passaic, she stayed by your house. You guys took her in, and that was a phenomenal chesed that your family did for her. What do you mean? She's her. like my sister, of course. Right, she's like a sister. I mean, my mom was like family, so that's... Baruch uh, Hashem. You know, Kolkavod and you know, thank you and thank you for being on the show. Nachum, thanks for having me, first of all. And second of all, I wish you tremendous Hatzlach. I love the from entrepreneur. I hope you keep doing it. And um I wish you lots of Hatzlach. Thank you. I'm just gonna ask one more question. Sure. Because I could do that. Go for it. What and this is the last question I'm really gonna end, but what is your favorite dip for Schnitzel? Favorite dip? Yeah. Hmm. Like, do you eat it straight up, or is it? No, I I love dips. Okay, I'm obsessed so. with dips. I, we didn't even touch on dips. Yeah, then. we didn't get into schnitzel. We really touched very briefly on so it. We'll do a whole nother. Thing yeah, we should do a whole schnitzel. thing. But the, but the bottom was I like typically. First of all, my favorite side dish is coleslaw with schnitzel. I didn't really want to bring up side dishes in this episode. I'm just saying that I love to eat coleslaw with schnitzel. That's one of my okay, favorite. Okay, but dishes. we weren't really talking about side dishes. Okay, fine. That's a whole nother dips. I like usually to have two types of dips. I like a mayo dip, like a garlic mayo. Okay, right. And I like to have some sort of ketchup barbecue sauce type dip also. So I like to have both. Like I would even with like every one, bite with one piece of schnitzel, you'll I take could two dip it in the barbecue and the mayo and eat it together like that. That's Russian dressing. You could call it what you want, my friend, but it's awesome with a, with a kicker. It's awesome Beautiful. and all different flavors. And depending on which store and place and blah blah blah, we're not getting into it now. But you're the man. You're the man. Hey, everybody, thank you, Donnie Weinraub. Thank you for joining us. Zygazon Magic Masters Schnitzel Guys Rubber Schnitzels. This has been awesome. Oh, one more thing. Uh oh. I'm sorry. I hate to do this to the audience, guys. Thank you so much for listening. But High Lifeline. How'd, yeah. you get, how'd you get involved? What's that all about? I, well, because my partner, Yitzi, was, uh, you know, like I told you, a survivor of cancer, has prosthetic leg. But early on, he was a camper at Camp Simcha. Right. Um, my my first time with involved in Chai Lifeline was that, you know, the, we I would go up to camp and we, together we would do a show for the campers. This is early when he was a camper. Right. And then later on, I became a counselor at, at Camp Simcha for a couple of years, which was amazing. I have an ama- amazing experience. T- changed my life totally. Wow. And then later on, my cousin Mayer actually started, he was doing Bike for Chai, one of the first few years that they did it and he kind of got me in so he's like do bike for high and I'm like okay let's do it I never rode a bike in my life like I haven't rode a bike since I'm 12 my bike got stolen <laughs> from Rabbi Eisenman's backyard oh, when I was 12 and, way, I have, and I've never that got a bike a, since then that was actually I borrowed it <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you should hear what it sounded like that. I can't imagine what it sounds like now. Everyone knew when I was coming up the street, that thing was like, ah! 
<laughs> anyway, bottom line is I was never on a bike for 20 years. And then uh, I was like, all right, let's do it. So I trained and did bike for high, raised money. And it was a phenomenal thing. I did it again. And now this, I skipped a year. This past year, I did it again. This year, I rode with my brother-in-law, JJ Isaac, who a lot of people probably know who also has a prosthetic leg. And um, he rode a recumbent bike and we rode together there. And that was uh, with Nissan Gold. Oh, I saw that video. Gold. I yeah. saw that ending video. That was oh, amazing. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was the first night. We were the last ones. We drove in at 930. I'm going to put that video in, in, in the show notes because that was a phenomenal yeah, video. Yeah, Hashem, that was an amazing experience. JJ is a rock star that he rode that whole thing like with his arms like that. I mean, we it, it was awesome. But anyway, High Lifeline is a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. I'm a big fan. I saw the stuff that they do in action, and uh, I was a counselor there. We went back. I, was, I did an alumni. We had an alumni event this year. I brought my family back for it, which was awesome. So I got to go up to camp twice this summer, which was awesome. And uh, I don't know. What else? That's Beautiful. It. Okay, that's it. That's really it now. All right. No more. Zyga's we got to stop from- here. We can't. We got this episode. Right. That's the end. That's it? Now? Okay. Should I was that? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Donnie Wire. I don't know if they're still listening. <laughs> right, still listening. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with Nahum Kligman. We hope you learned something valuable and will share this with your friends. For show notes, archives of previous episodes, and more information to help you start and grow your business, please visit our website, www.fromentrepreneur.com. Listen, learn, be Masliak.